Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on vSEN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas. We're going to have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans, Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM. He's going to give his draft analysis. Our VEASAN host, Mike Pritchard, who is a first-round pick, and Sean King, a Super Bowl-winning champion quarterback. We're going to give you insight that you can literally bet on. Also, our legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his best draft bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. So sign up today, get full access to VEASAN throughout the match. The start of Major League Baseball season and the NFL Draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And, you know, it's that's going to be a great read. you got to get the information there through the Masters, Major League Baseball. But the NFL Draft is right around the corner. And I cannot wait to see some of the numbers that will be priced there. But I did want to get back to Major League Baseball very quickly. But before we do that, second half, I believe the Nuggets have a one-point yeah. lead in L.A. against the Lakers, a game we've been keeping our eye on. Yeah, Nugs minus three and a half for the second half, 113 on the total, so adjusted 236 if you're looking to do that. Uh, just giving some numbers here. Russell Westbrook, a rare good shooting day oh. so far. 7 of 9 for 14 AD with 17 and 5 leading the Lakers. Uh, Jokic 14 and 11 in the first half, but not the leading scorer. That would be one Aaron Gordon, who has 18. So uh, the Lakers got off to a good start. Nuggets take the one-point lead. Of course, we know LeBron is 
out. Mm-hmm. What what did this? I think this number closed six, if, yes. if memory serves me correctly. So I would fully expect people, if they're not in, to come in on the second half, and that's what you're seeing. It was an opener of three, and now three and a half for the second half. Uh, real quick on the golf, mm-hmm. uh, getting very late here. JJ Spawn, three holes to play. He has got a two shot lead. Matt Jones, by the way, in the clubhouse with the 66, 11 oh, under par. Make on 18. Yeah, no, and he really needed to. He is currently 50 to one. JJ Spawn, by the way, minus 2,000 now <laughs> to get his first PGA Tour Man. win. Uh, Matt Kuchar still has some holes to play. Maybe could catch him. He is at 10 under par. He's 25 to one. Troy Merritt, two holes left to play at 10 under par. He is 33 to one. Matt Jones, of course, we mentioned waiting out there 50 to one. Uh, Bo Hosler and Dylan Fratelli now at nine under par. Going to need to get going. I think it's kind of been like a. Uh, both of them saying, hold my beer to each other in terms of their tee shots today. They're currently oh 66 to one, by the way, but their tee shots of just, they've hit everything but the lottery in <laughs> terms of hitting it all over the place off the tee. Just saw JJ Spawn with that par. He and Kucha both parred 15, so they only have three holes remaining in regulation. And I just saw him take a big gulp of water. I know it's yeah. hot out there in Texas, but also yeah. that's going to, it's going to get nervy. And I know minus 2000 right now. Yep. Boy, oh boy. I mean, for and, guys, and, number and, and one. Don't get me wrong. JJ Spawn knows exactly what is on the yes, line he does. here. And your leaderboard checking and you're looking saying, okay, I got a two shot lead. But all of a sudden this is like, oh man, this is my chance to play my first masters. Like this because, is every pro golfer dreams of doing that. Just I, can get a two, I can get a two year exemption on the PGA tour, you know, you get so many things. I get in the PGA later this right. year. So all of a sudden, you, you just fairways and greens, basically. Three you know, holes. keep keep it in play, and that's all you're looking to do. You're not looking to be a hero or win with style points. Nope. You're just looking to get this thing home. All right, so let's see if you can get that done. We'll keep an eye there, and certainly second half of the Lakers and the Nuggets. Let's get back to Major League Baseball again. Season begins on Thursday. Metropolitan fans. We're an interesting lot, I would say. I, I'm in a group text. It's not meet the You're Mets. You're a bunch of damn psychos. We, you we love pain. Jeff Parles, Jeff Parlay, a oh, big Mets man. fan here at the network. We love. It's so funny because I saw Jeff yesterday. And I said, "Is it over before it begins?" He goes, "Oh, he, he, I didn't even know." He was talking about Scherzer's injury. I was talking yeah. about Grom's injury. Yes. And that's why this number for the Metropolitans' win total has dropped from 91 and a half to 88 and a half. Uh, you know, within the span of 48 hours. Because, and that's not a reference to Eddie Murphy in a great movie with Nick Nolte. It's a reference to Jacob DeGrom. We can't even talk about him pitching again for the Metropolitans for a month. Mm-hmm. A month. Wes, as a Met fan, I'm not counting on DeGrom until post-All-Star break. Right. That's the way I look at it. When you see the number drop three entire wins from 91.5 to 88.5, Mad Max sounds like a day-to-day thing, right? Now, they did get Chris Bassett in the offseason from Oakland. We talk about the purge of the A's. Are the Mets now a buyback spot at 88 and a half? Or do you think, no, this still feels well, too Well, I think they're a wait and see. I don't necessarily think that they're a sell. I think it obviously got overpriced a little bit because of all the moves that they made. But the team that I think has been getting sold a little bit, and now they're not getting sold because of the adjustment, that'd be the Atlanta Braves. Yes. You know, Freddie Freeman, yeah, he's a loss. But they did add Matt Olson. And I think that he can duplicate that that production. This is still a very good pitching staff at the top, especially with Freed and with Anderson, you know, getting Acuna Jr. back healthy, mm-hmm. who was, I think, an MVP candidate before, you know, he got injured and was out for the season. They did get Kenley Jansen in a trade. We'll see if Kenley Jansen still has something left. He always made it interesting as the closer for the Dodgers. But more often than not, would get the job done. And, uh, you know, 
Acuna back, uh, Albies. They're still the core. Dansby Swanson, who didn't have great numbers in the regular season, but was very good in the postseason. Uh, Darno. So you still got basically the core of this team, even though you lose Freddie Freeman. Uh, I like the pitching at the top with Ian Anderson, with Max Reed, with Charlie, my favorite, Morton. <laughs> I think they have good middle relief there with uh, O'Day and with Will Smith. If they can get Tuki Toussaint to kind of live up to right. his expectations down there in Atlanta that uh, he has not yet done. I think Atlanta, rightful favorite right now in the NL East. I don't know if I want to bet that win total over. I think it's kind of priced there. But with the Mets, I mean, they, they've made so many moves. And that's what they always do. And I, I hated to be like the wet blanket uh, on Tuesday with you. And I wasn't trying to be. But you know it well as a Mets fan. Oh boy. There's always something that happens. There's always a pitcher that burns his arm out mm -hmm. or, you know, tears his rotator cuff or something or has to go get Tommy John. Like, it just seems like there's always something with this Mets team and you're now seeing it I think with DeGrom Scherzer I would expect maybe what maybe misses like a star the right. first time through the rotation but that's about it all right so the Metropolitans and I'm with you I could not play them right now in good conscience until our viewing and listening public to play the Mets but here's what I would suggest if you still want to look at the Mets 10 to 1 now to win the World Series so that's drifted a little bit with the news of DeGrom and what I would get at there is, even if they don't win the East, okay, there's an the, the expanded playoffs this year making yeah. baseball. If they can just get in, then I think you might get a little bit of actual value if they can get to the second season because then you're banking on Jacob DeGrom to be back and fully healthy by that stage. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a long game approach yeah. for the Mets. I would not play them on the short term here. And I don't think yeah. necessarily they're going to get off to a great start. And you might get, because you might get a drift. Right. Uh, you might get them 12 to 1, 15 to 1, maybe almost close to the 20, depending on how that start is going to be. But yeah, you don't necessarily, and that's a good point that you kind of uh, uh, got on there, is that you don't necessarily have to bet futures today before the season no nope. these are going to be up these are going to be adjusted some books most books will just keep the win totals what they are it's like okay once the season starts that's what the win total is there are some books out there though that'll do adjusted win totals mm -hmm. obviously keep an eye on that but for the most part it's going to be division futures world series futures props make to miss the playoffs and whatnot those are going to be adjusted throughout the season so if you are going to jump on the Mets I would absolutely be a waiter waiter and seer on this team no I'm right there with you look we get why the Dodgers are five to one to win the World Series and you can understand why their win total is 98 and a half there's a couple teams I want to point out here and see if you're picking up what I'm putting down I look at the brew crew in the central they're 16 to one to win the whole thing their win total I say is only 89 and a half mm -hmm. I look at the rest of the division and I know the Cardinals are going to be a popular play because they're the Cardinals but then you look at the Reds yeah. they sold everybody to Seattle I I'm sorry Cubs fans I know you don't revoke my Chicago card I don't like what they have yeah. so far this and year. And I like Marcus Stroman as a pitcher. I, I don't like him as an ace. Not as a Necessarily. One. And that's what he is going to have to be. You know, Hendricks is still there. But we, I think, who do we have? We had Mike North on uh, yeah. Tuesday on the Lombardi line, of course, from right there in Chicago. And they just don't have the pitching. There's just not a lot of talent on this team. I mean, they still have a couple of the guys. Kyle Happ Hendricks is going to be the opening guys, starter, but, right? But I, and then I look at the Pirates. That's a win total there of 64 and a half. I mean, West to me, this feels like an yeah. overplay on the on the Brewers yeah. just by elimination of the rest of the division. Yeah, and the Brewers might be a team I would be looking at for yes. a potential World Series. I think that they're a little bit under the radar. I think they still have a very strong core. 
you know, Council's built a nice little culture there. So, I, look, I like their pitching. I especially always love their bullpen. Man. Uh, with with, uh, with Hader, you know, being able to close it down. Now, you had Burns, who was really good, and Woodruff really good. Like, is this going to be like a White Sox situation where it's like, okay, they had their career seasons, so maybe this is a sell team. But I think they're in the right division. Like, if they get off to a bad start, you got to think that Milwaukee really is still right there. I, I I think that they have been undervalued in terms of uh, their win total and especially in terms of their division no futures. Uh, what, what was Milwaukee's price to win the division? I think it was $2. Think, yeah. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Max Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Uh, yeah, now it's probably getting priced there, but if it was in still like the 150 to 175 range, I would take it. And uh, seeing the Brewers at 16 to 1, that might be something I, I jump in on. And I have not done a lot of baseball futures betting just because we have so many things going on. But Brewers to win the World Series, Ooh. you know, in those mid teens, that would be a team I would be looking at. And so you still get them there at, at, at $1.50 to win the division. I'm with you. I, I'd seen other places drift north of two. If you can still get that at 150 like you can at Ben MGM. I think it's a really good number uh, if you want to lay a little bit there. I would with Milwaukee very quickly here in the last minute of this segment. The other team I wanted to talk about very briefly is the Padres. And I felt like last year everybody bet the Padres and they did not cash those tickets for you. Mm-hmm. 88 and a half this year. And the Dodgers are the Dodgers. We get it. Might the Padres be this year's version that we thought we were going to get a year ago? I certainly don't want to take them to win the division because I think obviously the Dodgers are the rightful favorite. But this is a team that might have value in terms of like World Series futures mm-hmm. now. Uh, you know, we'll see when when Tatis is able to come back, but they did add, we mentioned Luke Voigt. That's who he got traded there to with go. San Diego. Uh, that deal fell through, though, on Eric Hosmer. Uh, they were trying to make a deal yesterday, but I think getting Clevenger back healthy is really going to help stabilize that rotation. Maybe the Padres were like a year too soon yes. to kind of buy in, maybe like the Blue Jays were. I don't expect they'll win the division. They'll get overwhelmed with talent, but the Padres will make some noise in the postseason. I think. Uh, I'm right there with you. When we come back, we're going to join uh, Brady Cannon's going to join us from New Orleans. He is there for the national championship game tomorrow night. He was there for the final four. I'll get his thoughts on that. And oh, by the way, Augusta on Thursday. Come on back with Brady West and I right here on VCD Sports Betting Network.
is betting across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Oh, 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. And, you know, it's always a pleasure each and every week as we're wrapping up. Brady Cannon comes in. Mm-hmm. We always get a little crosstalk, just kind of kicking it. And I always like to pick his brain and your brain when it comes to golf and everything else. But we talk about how the Final Four, if you're a sports fan, sports better, it's a bucket list thing. And I know you've done it several times. I've had the privilege of doing it a couple times and it is a joy. Brady Cannon might have seen, arguably, the best Final Four game, I'd say in recent memory, at least last night, between Duke and UNC. He is there in the Big Easy, kind enough to join us now. Brady, great to have you on the program. First of all, just go back to last night. In the moment, did you realize, wow, I'm sitting here watching an absolute classic <laughs> right before my eyes? Yeah. Yeah, my dad yelled at me, said that I couldn't believe that Duke uh, lost to North Carolina. I think I said it 37 times. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it was funny. I, I had Duke on the money line, but my heart was with Carolina, and they pulled it off. And it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, gosh, hats off to Hubert Davis. Wow. And, uh you know, it, it, it was, yeah, the first game was a dud, you know, I mean, Kansas, gosh, they, they knocked out Villanova before Villanova had a chance to blink. Uh, and I was surprised by that. I, I thought Villanova would really show up with a, a Herculean effort, you know, because they had uh, more out with injury. I, I thought a little bit of the fallen hero theory there mm-hmm. that uh, they would rally the troops and, and come up with an effort. But um Boy, they they just couldn't defend Kansas, and Kansas hit every shot. Kansas did not miss a shot. You know, congrats to them. Uh, And then, you know, round two with Carolina and Duke. um, And and guys, it's not – you guys know you've been to Final Fours before, and uh, I don't know if you've ever been in New Orleans before, but gosh, what what a town to – you know, I, it was a year ago when I saw that this event was going to be in New Orleans the following year, and I immediately called my dad, who had been to a Final Four in New Orleans in the past, and I said, Dad, th- we got to go. <laughs> and so I've been planning this for about a year, and uh, we've been to some of the most phenomenal restaurants uh, all week long and, and having a great time and uh, getting ready to do more of the same here now. But, yeah, what an experience. Um, you know, as a better yesterday, I lost. But uh, as a sports fan, I won big time. And, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was really awesome. So it was so well yeah. put. Yeah, Brady, based on what you saw yesterday, of course, we're going to flip it forward to Monday night, and you'll be in attendance for the national championship game, North Carolina against Kansas. Kansas pretty much four across the board. Starting to see some four and a halves out there. 
kind of reminds me at least a little bit just in terms of the situation when Gonzaga and Jalen Suggs hits that buzzer yeah. beater to knock out UCLA. How do you get over that emotion with only one day in between? And then we saw Baylor, of course, take care of Gonzaga. Do you see, based on what you saw with these two teams last night, the same thing happening here with Kansas against North Carolina where UNC, look, we took out Duke. We ended Coach K's career. Now we got to realize, hey, we got a national championship to play. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it, Wes, that that is an angle to consider. What, what, what I first thought of, however, was Kansas was so impeccable. Can they mm-hmm. possibly sustain that mm-hmm. in, in the follow-up? And I don't know if they can. Now, Villanova, oddly enough, did not defend Kansas very well. Um, so you expect that Carolina will defend them better. Uh, and I guess just you, you guys know how it is. Wes, you like to say water finds its level. I expect that to happen a little bit with Kansas, but you're right. The other side is North Carolina just beat Duke, which is a historic <laughs> victory. So gosh, it, it's a tough one to call. I thought the line would be three and a half. Uh, and the fact that it came out four and a half or so, maybe that means I should bet on Carolina. I don't know what I'm going to do just yet. Uh, because I think there's two factors there, like you say, coming off of beating Duke versus Kansas playing a, a flawless game. Will they regress a little bit? I, I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, again, what about you guys? What do you think? Well, you it's, know? it's a great point because the line did open bet MGM at three and a half and it got immediately bet up to four and a half. I'm mm-hmm. kind of with you, Brady. My first glance is that I, I would uh, proclivity to take the points here, but I am worried about Baycott and that ankle. If he's going to be okay, right. because that battle of the bigs West that we talked about yeah. earlier is paramount. I, I think it's going to be harder for McCormack yes. for DMAC for Kansas to do what he did against Villanova. Cause Villanova, you look, yeah. they always have they, an undersized post. They didn't right. have anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah they, they didn't have anything inside. He, yeah. yeah it, it, it's interesting. I, I, I would say, I think three and a half is probably the right number, but is that enough of an edge when you're able to get four and a half to make a bet, you know? Absolutely. Uh, Brady, look, I always say this with you and Wes, and again, talking with Brady Cannon, follow him on Twitter as I do at Las Vegas Golfer, that you guys do, I think, an incredible job each and every week of doing the Long Shots podcast. And I'd be remiss, and I know, we, you know we're talking national championship, but on Thursday they're going to tee it up at Augusta National. And I am – captivated I think with a lot of sports fans are about Tiger Woods and his pending uh, involvement in this tournament one are you convinced that he will play he said today he's a game time decision and two right here at Circa they got a whole board dedicated to Tiger Woods futures for this week do you expect him to play and what do you expect to see if he does play I'm starting to expect that he will play I I said earlier this week that I thought it was a 20 percent chance Maybe that's about a 50% chance now because, you know, what we've seen out of Tiger as far as him tweeting and talking and whatnot, gosh, it seems like he's going to give it everything he has to try and play. I I would not bet anything on Tiger. Um, You know, Jeff Davis, the guy uh, who runs the the golf odds, basically there at Circus, said he thought Tiger should be 300 to 1 Mm -hmm. to win it. And, uh, you know, it's probably true. I mean, maybe 200 to one or whatever. I mean, if he did play and made the cut, I think that would be miraculous. Uh, uh, boy, you know, it, it's going to be good for golf. I think if he plays, 
Um, I don't think it's necessarily great for golf betting. It could be great for the Circa because they're probably going, you know, it was funny. I was talking with a guy the other day. They could put Tiger at 20 to one and people would still bet him. Uh, but I don't think he has, I, I think he has a decent chance to tee it up on Thursday. I don't think he has much chance at all to win it. Yeah. You want to bet him yeah. right now. And Brady also me- mentioned the cut. And of course, Tiger Woods never has missed the cut as a professional. So this is the first time where it's like, that's in question because I believe the uh, no to make the cut is like minus uh, 225. Uh, Brady, still a couple minutes here uh, left. Uh, we're watching the end of the Bolero Texas Open. JJ Spawn right now, minus 2,500 to get this home for his first ever PGA Tour victory to join that field of already 90 players that'll be at Augusta National. At the top of the board, I don't know if that's where you went, Brady, but uh, looking at this board with Rahm is still the favorite, Scotty Scheffler's obviously been cut based on what he has done over the last two months, but who are you kind of looking at in terms of those elite players? Who's the first one that stands out to you is like, yeah, they're going to be a contender. They're going to be there on Sunday. Yeah, that uh, Valero leaderboard has been uh, on my phone uh, constantly the past couple of days. You and I both looking at Dylan Fratelli, right? Yeah, we're looking I at thought, him falling uh, down the board, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had Adam Hadwin, Gary Woodland, and Dylan Fratelli. They're all going to cash a top 20, uh, hopefully, but uh, not going to get to the winner's circle, unfortunately. Not a bad week, nonetheless. Um, well, you know, my shortest shots, you know, Wes, I think you and I spoke about this on uh, long shots. I, I, I went and head and threw my hat in the ring with DJ. I, mm-hmm. I, I think this guy might be ready. And I was waiting for 20 to one and I, and, it, and it's not going to get there. So I took 18 with Dustin Johnson, the 63 in the final round of the players championship, making the semifinals at the match play. I also think there's something to the fact that DJ really liked being number one in the world. Mm. And when he dropped out of the top 10 in the rankings, I I think that's something for Dustin Johnson. And now he's obviously back inside the top 10, but I wouldn't be, I mean, you look at what he did before he missed the cut in his title defense last year, he finished first, second, 10th, sixth, fourth. I mean, the guy is always right there. And then I played Brooks Kepka at 20 to one because he's kind of been basically a similar trajectory to, to Johnson. He's finished like seventh, 11th and second or something like that in the last three trips. Now Kepka missed the cut last year as well, but I kind of throw that out the window because he could barely walk. He had <laughs> recent knee surgery and uh, you know, he, he did his best or whatever. So I, I kind of throw that one out, but those were my two short shots. Um, I played Cameron Smith, who is now is uh, now is a short shot, but I got him back at forty to one uh, before he won at Kapalua. I, I think Cam Smith is right there as well. I, I mean, gotta, this guy just won the players. No He's doubt. done well at Riviera. Got to wrap it you up, Brady. I mean, sorry to cut it short. Enjoy I'm sorry. the final with your dad. We're back on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a simply OJ to bring it all home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive through pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. 
Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America right here on VEASAN. I look up the Denver Nuggets as they round out the final seconds of the third quarter with a 95-92 lead over the Lakers. So, again, pre-flop, I think there were six, but those points certainly looking good if you're an overplayer in that one today. Yeah, absolutely. 95-92, 33 seconds left to go. Also, a quick update on the golf. Mm -hmm. J.J. Spahn looks like he's going to get this done, barring disaster. Currently playing the 17-13 under par. Two-shot lead over Matt Jones, who's in the clubhouse. If you still want to bet this at BetMGM, Matt Jones 50-1. to J.J. Spahn currently minus 2,000. So, uh, Spahn trying to bring it home and avoid the pressure here. Uh, never won a PGA Tour event could be his first time as he walks up 17 fairway right now. And he's on the green. You got to think now if you're JJ Spawn, you're just going just just two yeah. pars. Yeah, just two keep pars. it in the fairway and green. Good don't luck. have don't have to be a hero because probably these guys are not going to catch you. Kuchar still has two holes to play. The best he can do is 12 under. That's right. The best merit probably is going to do is 11. Hosler's still out there at 28 to one. He's hung around. He dipped a little bit, mm -hmm. but 10 under par. He's got to go birdie birdie to post 12. 11 under with Jones is the leader in the clubhouse. That's why Jones not being able to birdie 18 the par yeah. five was yeah, so Yeah, he so was critical. wayward off, the, uh, hit the, to the right and had to get up and down for par. All right, so we'll keep an eye there. 95-94 right now, final seconds. Denver up one uh, as they have the last position in the third quarter. Uh, we do have a, the women's championship game tonight, and this should be a really good one if you've been watching the women's final four here. UConn back where Gino Ariema always seems to have mm -hmm. UConn, but against South Carolina, and this is where it gets interesting. Because this game opened with South Carolina three and a half point favorites, the total around one twenty six and a half. It got bet up. People are backing the game cocks here and going against Geno squad. Yeah, and I think probably rightfully so. I would lean South Carolina money line. By the way, these two teams did meet earlier in the season. AZ Fudd only played 10 minutes for UConn dealing with an injury, but South Carolina, 73-57. to 57. That was back at the battle for the Atlantis at, in Bahamas. So, look, South Carolina has been pretty much number one all season. They were the number one overall seed in this tournament, and uh, they're going to have to uh, accomplish some history tonight because they are facing a coach and Gino Ariema, Man. who, oh, by the way, is 11-0 in NCAA championship games. Whoa. So uh, I think just on that, there are going to be betters that look at that be like 11-0. You know, I got to take UConn as a dog. I actually did lose against UConn on Friday night. I took Stanford on the money line minus 115. Stanford somehow was in the game. They couldn't hit anything nope. against Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut, of course, led by uh, Paige Bookers, also known as Paige Buckets. She can score. And Paige Buckets did miss uh, a few, some time this season, but she is from Minneapolis, Ooh. where this Final Four is going to be tonight in the Target Center. And look, uh, UConn, you thought maybe are they out of gas because remember that game on Monday night? That was the Elite Eight, the regional final in Bridgeport, and they went double overtime against NC State. UConn was the two seed, NC State the one. But yet NC State, that by the way, had to play in Bridgeport, Connecticut, so they pretty much had to play a road game as a one seed. Uh, don't ask me how that happens. <laughs> but nevertheless, that was a double overtime game, so it's like, man, UConn played the best game. That was probably, by the way, that UConn-NC State game was probably the best game, in my opinion, in either tournament the men's or the women's. Wow. That was an excellent game and very well played. So you thought, okay, is UConn up against it? And they got by Stanford, who is the defending national champion who knocked out South Carolina last year in the national semifinal. But I just think UConn, they're so injury depleted in the front court. No, by the way, you're going against Aaliyah Boston, who not only was the Naismith player of the year in college basketball, was also the defensive player of the mm -hmm. year. Dawn Staley, for her part, wins coach of the year in South Carolina. So the Gamecocks swept all the awards. Uh, and look, 
Stanford's uh, starting guards, I think, really is what lost them that game against UConn. They just did not shoot the ball very well. Uh, their guards, I believe, were a combined three of 17 mm. in, uh, from the field. So I look at this. South Carolina, this is a team that can go into some lulls offensively. They're not an offensive juggernaut, but they are a defensive juggernaut. I believe going into the Final Four, opponents in the NCAA tournament were only shooting 32.7% from the floor. That is that is not much. That is a that is a stingy defense to say the least for South Carolina. So I do like the Gamecocks. I'd lean with them in the money line. I think at minus four, you're probably looking around close to what Duke was last night. What minus one ninety, mm-hmm. minus two dollars. I know the temptation is to back Gino because he's eleven and zero. <laughs> yes, and there's no there's been nobody better in the history of women's college basketball. But I think Dawn and the Gamecocks get it done tonight. Minus 185 on the money line right here at BetMGM for, for USC tonight. And again, you mentioned it. Hey, Gino, people are going to back Gino. Gino can't play in the game, which is a good thing because if Dawn Staley could play in the game, she'd destroy Gino. One like I'm old yeah. enough to remember Don yeah, Staley. Don will post Gino's ass up, no she, question about. Don was one of the, the, the one of the grittiest point guards you're ever going to see again yeah. uh, back in her Virginia yeah, days. Yeah, you're not going out tough, Don Staley. No. I, I don't think. And and this team is very tough. God, a reflection so good defensively of their coach. Because I watched their game against Louisville, and I thought Louisville maybe had a chance to hang in, even though they're eight and a half point underdogs in the national semifinal, and they were a one seed. And this is a Louisville team, very well coached by Jeff Walls, and they just got absolutely swallowed mm-hmm. by South Carolina. They kept turning the ball over South Carolina is real active in the passing lanes they got a ton of steals forced a ton of turnovers and then Aaliyah Boston she was as good as advertised rightfully the player of the year in women's college basketball all right so the women will crown their champion tonight the men will do theirs tomorrow night again we just had Brady Cannon on awesome to hear Brady down there with his dad he's going to witness this national championship game uh, between Kansas and North Carolina did not think I'd be saying that uh, when this tournament began but here they are and again, you look at some of the first half numbers, and I got lucky yesterday. I had Duke minus two and a half in the first half against mm-hmm. Carolina, and they got a late three-point play uh, by Jeremy Roach to get that number. And then, of course, UNC comes back and wins the game outright. Kansas right now in the first half, two and a half. The over/under sits at seventy-two and a half. You know, this is going to be interesting because the emotional—I don't want to say that it's an adrenaline dump for North Carolina, but it is still coming off an historic win against Duke. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe if you really like a Kansas number, maybe that first half number is the way to go, thinking it might take Baycott a little bit to find out if that ankle's okay? And Kansas right now feels like after blitzing Miami in the second half, blitzing Villanova in the first half, this is what Bill Self might want to do, try to blitz Big Blue again and right. Carolina Blue early in this game. Well, I mean, you got to test. Uh, look, you don't want to say, oh, we want to take advantage of somebody wounded, but you do. Yes, Amarando you do. Baycott's ankle is hurt, so it's Run. like you got to see if you can get him in foul trouble because obviously he is a much tougher matchup for David McCormick than Villanova really was down low. Uh, David McCormick pretty much dominated Eric Dixon. Boy. And Eric Dixon's only like about six, seven and a half in terms of his true height, and David McCormick is a seven-footer. So now you go against Baycott, who's very long-armed and obviously a terrific rebounder, terrific shot blocker. He's a guy that can get you stops in the paint with block shots, and all of a sudden there goes Carolina in transition, mm-hmm. and their guards, of course, Duke could not handle them last night in transition at all. R.J. Davis nor Caleb Love. So that's what I think that they are going. You would think that they're going to try to do. I, this is just it's such an interesting thing. And that's why I have not bet this as of yet, because it's like when we were talking with Eric Haslam from Haslam Metrics earlier in this program, 
It's like, yeah, you got to think there's going to be some shooting regression for Kansas. 54% from the three, Agbaji just by himself, six of seven. You even had guys like Dewan Harris who was like, okay, you let him shoot the three. You go ahead and sag off him. Go ahead and shoot it. And he was knocking them down. But you also got to think Carolina in terms of the perimeter defense. You got to look at both sides of the coin. Their opponents here in the NCAA tournament, they've played five total games, 26.2% on the three. Is that sustainable for another game? Mm. It's sustained so far, but that's what concerns you a little bit because Kansas, you know, they did knock down open shots yesterday. So you've got to be very good in terms of, you know, guarding those ball screens and those driving kicks and whatnot. So that's a little bit concern for North Carolina. Uh, Jayhawks, by the way, don't exactly give up a lot of threes in their own right. I think the 25th lowest in all of college basketball, but Villanova showed that you could expose some of that ball screen coverage. Villanova just didn't shoot as well as they obviously needed to being shorthanded, only playing pretty much six guys. All right. It's going to be a very interesting beginning, certainly uh, all the way around that. Some of the team totals here, Kansas 78 and a half UNC 74 and a half. I could see this game kind of opening up kind of like the Duke Carolina game did yesterday, kind of a low scoring first half and then exploded a little bit in the second half. Got dicey late if you were an overbacker until that big three hit late by love for UNC. And then you got the tempo back up in the final minute. I think that total is is pretty tight and I I think it's going to be right around that. But again, I I lean towards the over like I did last night with Duke Carolina. Yeah, and, and look, there's something to be said for in play because, look, we, we got off to that slow start, if you remember, with North Carolina no and Duke. Then all of a sudden, because that got bet to the over, and I, I bet it as well, but I think that closed like 54 or something last night, and you had that slow start, and then all of a sudden, I think they pushed the first half, if memory serves me correctly. It was 71 on the first half. Then all of a sudden, that offense got going. So there's something, I think if you're going to bet an over, more often than not in a game like this, I would wait and see if you get a slow start and see get a better in play like you did last night. All right, when we come back, put the finishing touches on this edition of Betting Across America. J.J. Spawn trying to put the finishing touches on his first PGA Tour win. He's getting ever so close to doing just that. Come on back. It is Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets, risk-free tokens, planning a trip to Vegas. Come on out. You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager in the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America as we are wrapping up our final segment here on a Sunday. JJ... 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Spawn looks like he's about to wrap up his first PGA Tour win. But I will say this, old man Cooch. Mm-hmm. Matt Kuchar is two back. As Matt Kuchar's fighting, man, to try to get, get in the Masters. Because, oh, by the way, he is not in the Masters field uh, next week. And usually, and, and he's been a contender yes. at previous Masters. Of course, uh, lives right there in Georgia, former Georgia Tech player. So uh, he's trying to get in. 11-unders leader in the house right now. So uh, going to need some help from J.J. Spawn to leak a little oil, I think. What you think here is they go to the 18th and final hole in regulation is you're thinking birdie bogey. If mm-hmm. you're Matt Kuchar, you're mm-hmm. thinking of playing the par five. I've got a birdie. He's got a, but maybe even think about an eagle. Yes. If you can get home in two, we'll see what, what Matt, Matt Kuchar does. J.J. Spawn looks like he's found the rough in his tee shot here on 18. So, again, par five. I know Spawn is thinking par wins. That's what he's got to yeah. be thinking. Yeah. But Kuchar has got to be thinking birdie at worst. Eagle at best. Yeah, a- absolutely. And look, uh, you're not playing necessarily. When you get to this point, you're not playing necessarily for like Ryder Cup or Ryder Cup points or no. FedEx Cup points or whatever. This is like, I got to win to get in the Masters and I got to win to get a two year exemption, mm. extend my stay out here on the BGA Tour. I don't think Cooch is really in trouble from that standpoint. He still gets enough good finishes where he keeps his card. But uh, all of a sudden, a oh. little bit of nervous time for JJ Spawn he here is. on the on the 18th is a. Uh, Gosh, we not only have this going on, we got actually a lot going on. We mentioned that women's title game mm-hmm. tonight up in Minneapolis. Of course, uh, night two of WrestleMania down there at Jerry World in <laughs> Dallas. And then uh, we got a, a award ceremony here. We got the Grammy Awards oh. at the MGM Grand. We'll be interested to see. Brian Ortega, by the way, he's only a movie guy. He did not no wear the tuxedo, tuxedo for the Grammys. We Usually I'm the music guy and the Grammys are my wheelhouse, but I hadn't even looked at the odds. I was just looking them up over break. I was like, can I find this? So uh, John Batiste, Doja Cat. Her and Justin Bieber, the Biebs, with eight nominations each tonight. Uh, by the way, the Nuggets up five. That number pre-flop, I believe, is six. So 109-104, six minutes ago there in regulation. We'll keep an eye there. We mentioned the golf, and we'll see if J.J. Spawn can close this out before we go off the air today here at Betting Across America. Tiger Woods put out it. It's not cryptic. He just mm-hmm. put out a tweet this morning saying, game time decision, right? 
he has arrived. And you saw the pictures in those tweets, and you saw him being all smiles, and that got you very excited. Look at him, a big smile on the big cat, right out there hitting balls. Yeah, he's going to give it a go. I don't know whether he's going to make it or not, and that's always the risk, and we were talking about that with Brady. What if he withdraws? What if he can't make it? Don't you know? do it, Tiger. Yeah, what if he starts and then all of a sudden you've got to bet on him in terms of like making or miss the cut. Oh, man. Withdraw, that's a loser, and that's not a refund once he starts. Like, there are books if you bet a future that if he doesn't go, if he never takes a shot on Thursday's round in the first round, then you get maybe your money back. And that's obviously checking your house rules. Some some folks are action. Some folks are not. I believe BetMGM is okay if he doesn't tee it up. We'll give we're going to refund you. your money. Okay, very quickly. And again, we're reading between the lines. But this is what you have to do when you're talking about the greatest golfer of our generation, arguably of all time, in Tiger Woods. So I want to play some of these futures on Tiger. But I want to make sure that he's in the field. I believe... That right now, as we talk here on a Sunday, yeah. he's 99.9% committed to play. Yeah, he's he not smiling like that on that golf cart that we just saw that picture. No uh, way. And an official uh, tweet from the Masters account, Tiger Woods arrived for his 24th so, Masters start. So the Masters isn't going to put out that tweet yeah. if Tiger's going to uh, yeah. loosey the football from you. Yeah, right? it's like you got to think uh, the uh, the guys in the green jackets, The I don't know who runs the course right now, but uh, speaking of uh, oh, no. running the course, it will not be Matt Kuchar. Oh, he Matt, did not just do that. Matt Kuchar was going for it, and he was kind of a damned if he did, damned if he didn't, because he has a second and 18, and he was trying to reach that green and two. That is wet, and I think that's pretty much going to seal the deal for one J.J. Spawn. I think suspended wagering at BetMGM. And actually, I just oh, saw man. it a pop up real quick. It was minus 1,400 and Cooch 12 to 1, but I think they just took it off immediately when Cooch hit that in the water. So, uh, Appreciate J.J. Spawn. Is this a birdie, by the way, for Bo Hosler on number 17? So he because would he be... could post 12 under with the birdie, birdie finish. Okay, and that, by the way, 12 under, because J.J. Spawn got in some trouble off the tee. So you, you got to think somehow, if Spawn can make a bogey on 18, mm-hmm. Cooch just removed himself from all equations yeah so it it pretty much looks like it's going to be jj spawn or bo hosler bo hosler the only guy i think that can post a birdie birdie and at least get to 12 under 11 with jones as the leader in the clubhouse all right so again as we get back to tiger watch Yes. Here to Augusta because, again, the Masters. And that's going to be the story all week. And I think that that might be good for some of these guys that also come in with a little bit of pressure as Bo Hosler leaves it on the oh, edge. Boy, this he's is a now going to need. Park. An, he's now going to need an eagle at 18, which he can maybe get on the par five. But back to Tiger, that's going to be the story all week. So, you know, you're not going to hear as much. Can Rory McIlroy win the Grand Slam? It might be a segment <laughs> on Live From on the Golf Channel, the Live From the Masters or whatnot. Scotty Scheffler, world number one. How are you going to deal with the expectations? Like, there's a lot of guys with some questions coming in. Justin Thomas, who's one of the guys I've bet this week at 14-1. to 1, Because I think that this is going to be where Bones McKay comes into play. And, of oh, course, yeah. if you know Bones McKay, Jim Bones McKay was Phil's former bag man, Phil Mickelson, for about 25 years, won all his green jackets with Bones. This is where it comes to play because Bones is happy doing TV. Oh, and yeah. he, he was on the uh, women's amateur Augusta yesterday. Job. But he goes, if there's a player I was going to come back for, it's Justin Thomas. And Bones McKay, pretty good judge of talent, uh, being with one of the greatest players of all time, coming back for JT, helping him read those putts. JT's ball striking, by the way, kind of coming back around. When mm-hmm. I do my little modeling, Dave, every week in terms of these golf tournaments, when I look at the last 24 rounds, last 36 rounds, Justin Thomas, number one, stroke to gain T to green, in the last 24 rounds. So uh, I like him. Uh, uh, look, uh, 
Dustin Johnson, who Brady mentioned, kind of coming around, played very well at the match play. He has not won over in a calendar year. Another guy that I know that you like is a guy that's finally healthy for about the first time in four or five years at Augusta National, and that's Brooks Kepka. Let's go, Brooks. And when Brooks Kepka is healthy, he is dangerous. Oof. And this is Brooks in the majors. So, look, I think when you look at that number, it it, it, sh- it should be a little bit above 20 to 1. I think Brooks should probably be 25, mm-hmm. 28. But because it's Brooks in the majors, they're already going to discount that for you. And then a lot of guys seeking their first career major, that would be Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantlay. We're always waiting on Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley, by the way, uh, when I was writing him up, nobody has been closer in majors right. more often. And especially at Augusta. Like, yeah. Like, this is a great, I think, a good spot what, for, for was, the x was right there last yes. year. Uh, and remember, he hit that ball in the water on 16 because Matsuyama was kind of leaking oil a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I but I talk about Shoffley. He's been seventh or better in nine of his 18 career majors. He played his first major back in 2017. Four in the top three or better. So, Xander, because of that, that's why you don't get, I think, a really good price on Xander Shoffley. If I had 25 or 30 to one, I'd say yes. But if he's like 18 or 20, it's like, you know what? Maybe I got to let him let him beat me because this is a guy I bet a lot and he just always leaves you disappointed. I'd be very concerned about taking either Bryson DeChambeau or Hideki Matsuyama as the defending champion, mm-hmm. 33 to one. Bryson about 28 to one. Bryson Injuries. missed the cut this week. Hideki withdrew at They're the They're just Valero. not healthy. No, and, and Bryson, like last week, I thought at the match play, it was just like rust. No, it's hurt. But I think it's a little bit of hurt, too. And 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 Bryson has just never figured out these greens because this is not a course, Augusta National, even with length, that you can just bomb and gouge. Right. You can't do that at this course or you're going to get in trouble, and he hasn't figured it out. Eventually, he'll figure out the greens because he's one of the best putters out there on the PGA Tour. But, uh, you know, he'll be interesting. I know a lot of people are asking me about Will Zalatoris, who was second on mm-hmm. debut last year, almost became the first debutante to win, Fuzzy Zeller, or first since Fuzzy Zeller right. in 1979. But, you know, Z, can he get that putter straightened out? That's what That's cost him at Torrey Pines. Great ball striker, there's no doubt. But all of America for the next 48 hours will be on Tiger Watch. I've been on many serious, serious stories, but nothing quite like this. We asked to speak to the panda. I said, get out here, you panda jerk. That would be Brian yeah. Fantana from Anchorman. I want to thank uh, everybody that joined us. Of course, Brady Cannon is in New Orleans, can't wait to get his thoughts as he watches the national championship game with his dad, Jordan Brenner, who joined us to talk NBA. And Eric Haslam, uh, great information is again. We get ready for the final game. I can't believe it in the college basketball season tomorrow night down there in New Orleans. Uh, Wes will be back on Tuesday uh, doing the Lombardi line. We're going to have Carl Paulson uh, from SiriusXM, former tour player himself, get his thoughts. He will be on the ground. SVP on long shots this week with the crew. It's going to be a big golf week. And oh, by the way, Major League Baseball starts as well. Thanks for watching. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This, this, this. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.